Hello and welcome to the 17th episode of Sports Business Updates, my weekly podcast featuring the biggest sports business news from India and the rest of the world. This week's episode features updates about leading sports pack Redbird Capital Investment in Rajasthan Royals, Indian Olympic Association onboarding new sponsors a month before the Tokyo Olympic Games, SPN adding yet another international football league to their programming roster, leading to increased revenues through subscriptions, KPMG's latest report on the size and potential of gaming in India, and we wrap up this week's updates with a story about yoga diplomacy between Saudi Arabia and India. So, let's get into the details. This week's first update is about the Indian Olympic Association onboarding new sponsors just before the Tokyo Olympics. Last week, the Indian Olympic Association announced that they are ending the technical long-term partnership with Chinese sportswear and equipment manufacturer Lanning due to the geopolitical tensions last year which saw Indian, uh, which saw Chinese uh, companies uh, getting banned in India. However, this week the IOA have announced a two-way partnership wherein MPL Foundation, the community initiative of esports platform Mobile Premier League, that's MPL, has become the principal partner of the Indian Olympic Association. And the second partnership is with with the sports and athleisure brand MPL Sports, which has uh, been named as the official kit partner for the Indian contingent for both the 2022 events. The deal is reportedly in the range of uh, rupees 8 crores or 1 million US dollars. The contract also covers 2020 Commonwealth Games, the 2020, uh, 20, sorry, 2022 Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, 2022 Asian Games and uh, the sports and athleisure brand MPL Sports who has been named as official kit partner for Indian contingent uh, for both these, uh, for all these events, not just the Olympics. Whilst on the topic of uh, IOA, uh, the IOA partnerships, uh, they have also revealed that uh, JSW Group have uh, been added to the list of sponsors for the Indian uh, contingency for the Tokyo Olympic delegation. It is understood that uh, the JSW Group uh, has pledged a sponsorship amount of rupees uh, one crore or something close to uh, 130,000 uh, US dollars. Uh, to the Indian Olympic uh, Association. Uh, the IOA also has confirmed a deal with the long-term sponsors and, uh, you know, dairy, uh, long-term sponsors and uh, dairy firm Amul, uh, which is in a similar range of uh, the financial uh, uh, partnership or, you know, the, the sponsorship money. Uh, another interesting uh, activity or interesting update that happened from uh, from the IOA last week was that uh, BCCI, uh, yes, the cricket uh, governing body of India, BCCI, uh, has has uh, has reportedly uh, offered support to the Indian Olympic Association. Uh, so the BCCI has offered something close to 1.35 million US dollars in financial support to uh, the IOA. Uh, and uh, it is believed that uh, the BCCI said that it hoped that the monetary gesture would help Indian athletes bring home a record number of medals from Tokyo. So there's all sorts of, uh, you know, help and support uh, coming in uh, for the Indian Olympic Association. And, you know, we just hope that the Indian Olympic Association uh, 
creates a long term a long standing partnership with these firms especially with mpl who've shown uh, you know tremendous interest in uh, you know diversifying from uh, from gaming and you know getting into uh, merchandising uh, as well so uh, all the best to the indian olympic association and to all the athletes representing india at the summer olympics in tokyo uh, now we move on to our second update this week which is about sony pictures network india so spn adding yet another international football league coverage to the growing portfolio of international sports it has been reported that spn has acquired exclusive television and digital broadcast rights for japanese top flight soccer league j league and under this term uh, under the terms of the deal spn will broadcast the games from match day 18 of 38 with the contract running for the rest of the 2021 season which concludes in december so the spn broadcast territories will include india bangladesh bhutan Afghanistan, Maldives, Nepal, Pakistan and Sri Lanka. The matches will be aired live on uh, Sony 102 linear channels in India and also will be streamed live on uh, the rap Sony Live. So that's Sony LIV. Uh SPN's uh, uh which is also their OTT platform. So it's an app and OTT. Uh it's which basically means the same thing. So let me just rephrase that and call it uh, the uh, sony live which is a ott platform okay uh, after adding uh, euro 2020 and copa america uh, and wwe now the j league and now the j league uh, spn have increased the overall reach and uh, subscriptions and are seeing a massive upside uh, in the overall sports subscription pie so for this year uh, spn is expecting at least a 25% increase in the sports subscription revenue for for their linear tv offering which uh, which is phenomenal because uh, you know uh, it, it's difficult because they don't uh, program they don't have the rights to uh, most of the india matches so you know uh, and they don't even have the I- ipl now for a few years so uh, so cricket which is the biggest chunk of uh, you know sports ad revenues uh, in india uh, and in terms of viewership uh, you know uh, cricket has uh, massive viewerships but but even then like you know with the portfolio that uh, spn are building and uh, you know the uh, regional language uh, strategy that they've uh, taken i think uh, 25% increase uh, expected increase is is just great news uh, for all these international programs uh, around football and wwe so uh, that's that's it's very encouraging to hear something like this um, coming out of uh, you know um, of an indian sports broadcaster so again congratulations to uh, to everyone at uh, sony sp uh, spn and uh, you know uh, we hope you get more and more interesting uh, sports programming for uh, the content hungry uh, sports consumers of india uh, we now move on to our third update this week which is about uh, sports politics or sports diplomacy where as saudi arabia takes support from india to promote yoga in the kingdom uh, so saudi arabia has signed a memorandum of understanding with uh, with india regarding uh, the institution of formal yoga protocol to promote yoga in the country uh, experts along with uh, saudi arabia's uh, ministry of sports will be uh, will be designing the protocols for the gulf nation considering certain local sensitivities prevalent over there according to uh, the concerned ministry uh, 
has officially recognized uh, yoga as a form of sporting activity through it has though it has been uh, permitted in the country since uh, november 2017 itself uh, the, the mou will make way for the collaboration for research education coaching in yoga with uh, individuals going through specific exams and eva- uh, evaluations to become formally certified yoga trainers uh, the mou has also been uh, signed between uh, morarji desai national institute of yoga ministry of uh, ayush government of india and the leaders uh, development institute uh, along with the uh, saudi ministry of sports uh, and the kingdom of saudi arabia so uh, this looks like an extensive partnership with uh, you know not just uh, uh, the possibility of uh, doing yoga uh, in in saudi arabia but also all these other formalities of growing uh, uh, the awareness and uh, benefits of yoga amongst the citizens of uh, the kingdom of saudi arabia uh, however what's not clear is about this partnership is that uh, you know we're not sure if uh, this is uh, this partnership is officially uh, a part of uh, nafes which is uh, uh, which is a venture that uh, the saudi arabian government announced recently uh which is actually designed to encourage foreign investment in uh, you know saudi arabia's uh, sporting industry so uh there is no news about that but uh it's happened and the reason why i'm speaking about it is that this news has come out at such a time where you know they announced uh nafes as well the uh, the government of saudi arabia announced nafes uh and uh, you know this looks this more or less ticks most of the boxes uh about uh you know uh, about what nafes stands for so uh anyways uh, we'll we'll uh, hopefully find out if this was a part of nafes or, or like a proper out and out government understanding uh which uh, which is clearly uh you know clearly what i i uh, updated you all about uh from uh, from the news that i've got uh anyways moving on to our fourth update this week which is about uh, some interesting stats from KPMG's recent uh, report on Indian gaming titled uh, Beyond the Tipping Point a primer on casual gaming in India so the report titled uh, Beyond the Tipping Point a primer on uh, casual gaming in India notes that the Indian online gaming market is expected to touch revenues of uh, 29000 crores with a total user base of 65.7 crores in uh, in the financial year 2025 uh in the financial year 2021 the industry had 43.3 crore users uh while the revenue size was something close to uh, 13600 crores so uh i think you know from uh, from the report it's uh, and and the way things are going right now in terms of uh, gaming in india i think uh, i think they it's fair to say they are they're possibly on on track to achieve the numbers that they've mentioned so uh the report also projects that uh, the, that casual gaming segment will overshadow the real money gaming uh, and the fantasy sports uh segment with a revenue size of 16900 crores uh it will be closely followed by uh by uh by the real money gaming sector uh with a range of 6130 crores and the uh, uh, online fantasy sports sector uh, uh, with 5430 crores so 
you know uh, with the boom of uh, uh, OFS in India everybody possibly was under the uh, was under the understanding that uh, OFS is the biggest uh, online gaming uh, sector in India but uh, it's very clear that it's not we and this report uh, you know has shed the full light on that uh, so uh, so you know it's not ofs it's uh, it's uh, real money gaming is bigger than o- uh, ofs in india which is uh, which actually quite surprising to me with uh, you know uh, investing or you know because it's sort of you know uh, falls under online uh, you know betting where you're exchanging money uh, but again you know there are there are lots of uh, gray areas where because these could also be uh, you know talent based sports uh, decision making so you know you can there are always these you know gray areas that could be filled but but i think it's it's uh, it's really interesting to know that uh, you know uh, segment wise users being uh, you know greater than uh, that that are greater than total gamer user base over here in india uh, and this uh, this happens on account of the same users uh, playing more than a single genre within a, within a year so so there is there will be demand for lots of games as well um according to the report let's get back to the report now and according to the report the the number of gamers in india grew from 25 crore gamers at the end of uh, financial year 2018 to 40 crores by the uh, by the uh, mid of uh, financial year uh, 2020 uh, so which you know which basically means that uh, you know india has this has a very large uh, base of online gamers in the world and uh, it is believed that uh, or it is rather reported that uh, after china india is the second biggest uh, uh, gaming user base in the world uh, you know thanks to the technology infrastructure developments through uh, to the availability of high speed internet affordable 4g data prices and rapid growth in digital payments in india so uh, so i think you know th- this report is really interesting what i've read out or what i've uh, updated you all uh, is 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 a very small factor of that report uh, it's just a fragment of that report and uh, uh, hopefully in in probably a week or so uh, a couple of weeks rather i'll uh, go through the full report and pull out some really interesting stand out uh, in uh, you know pieces of nuggets of information and create an infographic out of that so just stay tuned to the website um this brings us to our uh, fifth and final update for the week which is about uh, uh, which which is about the very popular us sports spac redbird capitals and their interest in lining up a 15% stake in the ipl franchise rajasthan royals i was really excited about this because uh, you know uh, there's a lot been spoken about uh, redbird uh, and you know what they're trying to achieve uh, with uh, you know with the founder uh Jerry Cardinal and uh, you know Billy Bean who's an investor the infamous Billy Bean and his uh, his money ball tactics so uh you know it, it's it's very beneficial uh this partnership uh not just because it's uh, it's the first partnership in India but it's with the right right franchise in Rajasthan Royals who have that similar out, you know outlook towards uh, you know using uh, data and you know uh, creating their own form of uh, you know money ball effect uh, in IPL so i think it's a great partnership uh, so uh, it's believed that redbird capital founder jerry cardinal is said to be looking to capitalize on uh, the IPL expansion 
uh, by investing in the Rajasthan Royals, and you know he's shown some great interest. And uh, there are conversations of a 15% stake uh, buyout uh, in the Rajasthan Royals, which will value the team uh, at more than 250 million US dollars or 209 uh, million euros. Uh, Jerry Cardinal said that he expects the Royals, the Rajasthan Royals, to become uh, become a attractive, become more attractive in overseas leagues as a result of uh, the deal through partnering or acquiring cricket teams in other locations. So again, this is like um, you know, few few uh, episodes ago we had uh, covered uh, how the Knight Riders are creating uh, a global footprint like Man City, uh, Manchester City, in terms of buying teams and you know you know playing more international leagues with the with especially the US T20 league that is uh, you know been very highly spoken about so uh, this is uh, this is going to be a great uh, way of uh, Rajasthan Royals and, uh, and 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 with the financial support of uh, of Redbird uh, you know how they can go ahead and create uh, a global footprint of Uh, multiple teams under the gamut of Rajasthan Royals uh, or another company that they could uh, you know uh, start um, and create like a Manchester City or a you know Red Bull sort of a, a business model for cricket so uh, Knight Riders would be possibly the first one and uh, Rajasthan Royals would be following the footsteps very closely uh, for for achieving something uh, similar to the to the football models that we've seen um it it also looks it it looks set to be the latest acquisition like if this deal happens or you know if it's already happened uh this would be the latest acquisition by the new york based firm with uh you know which earlier this year uh took a, a purchase a 750 million dollar stake in fenway sports group the parent organization of uh, a major league baseball uh franchise boston red sox and premier league football club liverpool football club so uh uh so so uh it's it's not just uh you know uh, in the us but uh you know uh red bird have have um, had they've acquired a few other uh sports and invested in other sports uh ranging from uh you know uh american football to uh uh to 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 soccer or football in europe uh i think uh, i think one of the first acquisitions uh, i heard of was uh, outside of the us market was uh, when they acquired a 85% stake in the french football club toulouse last year uh, billy bean has also been uh, involved in uh, investments in uh, you know in in a uh, in a english football club called uh, called bansley uh, if i'm correct uh, and and you know uh, they they are turning things around uh, you know with these with the with these investments and you know modeling of uh, moneyball into factoring that into the teams uh, into the running of the of these clubs so it'll be very interesting to see what happens with uh, with rajasthan royals once this uh, once everything is done and dusting dusted and uh, officially announced uh, But yeah, I think uh, with that said, uh, this brings us to the end of uh, this week's episode of Sports Business Updates. And before I go, I just wanted to let you all know that uh, I am available on uh, Clubhouse, uh, and uh, I've set up a club over there called Sports Nexus, uh, where I will be conduct, where I will be hosting conversations about 
the business of sport entertain uh, internet culture and subcultures and uh, you know all of this with uh, real subject matter experts uh, from india and uh, international sports marketing so do follow me on clubhouse i'm i'm uh, available at nilesh d14 or you could just search for sports nexus and uh, you know you will come across uh, this orange color background with sports nexus written on it so that's my official uh, club uh, feel free to join it and you know you will get notified when uh, i uh, actually start the first conversation on uh, on on clubhouse also all the episodes of uh, sports business update podcast uh, is available on spotify anchor google podcast apple podcast and pocket cast so so please please go and listen to them and uh, you know if you like them please share them with your friends and uh, colleagues and uh, you know uh, anyone and everyone who's interested in the business of sports and wants to learn a little bit about uh, you know what india has to offer uh, from a sports business perspective uh, so yeah so please share it and make sure that you know uh, people listen to the podcast i'll be really helpful uh, so this uh, this i think uh, ends my shameless plug of <laughs> self promotion but uh, i'd like to uh, you know uh, wish you guys a great week ahead and uh, i'll see you on the next episode of uh, sports business update so uh, thank you enjoy your week and uh, goodbye